Can I do something for you, Mr. Bond? Uh, just a drink. A martini, shaken not. Anybody lose their glasses? Last chance. Woohoo! The sum of the square roots of any two sides of an isosceles triangle is equal to the square root of the remaining side. That's a right triangle, you idiot! Do! Welcome to Shake and Not Nerd, the podcast where we discuss nerdy shit. My name is Ian Huge Footlong Johnson, and with me as always is my co-host, Alex Duty Dutrum. Howdy, everybody. I think we're up to episode five. Episode five. Ooh. What's the theme for with this week's theme, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> This week's theme, because in Australia this week is National Numeracy and Literacy Week, this week's theme is Smart Peoples. Yes. Smart yes. Peoples and... Geniuses. Baby geniuses? Two? Whoa. I think Ask that's... IMDb where that's rated. Yeah. Isn't that like the lowest the rating? Worst. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> yes. This week is Numbers Literacy... Smart People Week. Smart People I'm not, Week. I'm not going to pretend I know what I'm talking about. Smart People Week. Smart People Week. Uh, so that is the theme of this week's theme, the week of this week's theme, the week of this week, this theme, this week. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go ahead and jump right into the news, guys. Star Wipe. Channel 4 News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. Ian, give me some news. What's the happy haps? You're the Facebook man. A good drink. You're the lead anchor. Big news. <laughs> Stranger Things Season 2 has been officially announced and slated for 2017. Hold for shock and awe. For those of you that haven't seen Stranger Things, there, have, there are some of you. What can you tell without ruining it? Not much. <laughs> Stranger Things uh, set in the 70s, 80s, 80s yeah. early 80s, I'm going to go with. Because it looks 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna go with early 80s. Um, it very much plays on similar themes and aspects and traits of uh, many other sci- science fiction TV shows from that kind of 80s, 90s, 70s era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Such a Twilight Zone. Even has elements of X-Files, which is a lot later, but yeah, I guess X-Files kind of took it off Twilight Zone as well. So It's got Winona Ryder. We know no Raya. Cool. Yes, so that, and nobody else. <laughs> that's signed on for season two. For the, season two. Season one was only about eight episodes or so, I think. Yeah, I think it was eight episodes. And um, apparently it's continuing the same story arc. Awesome. So I was expecting that it would be a whole new set of story, a whole new story altogether for this season with whole new characters. Okay, so like an American horror story sort of thing. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Like Twilight Journey kind of thing where it's a whole new... But no, apparently they're sticking with the same characters. Yeah, I quite like the characters. I like the characters and everything. Eventually I got used to some of them that were a little more annoying than others. Like the one that doesn't have any front teeth? Yeah. He's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you start to like him by the end of it. Yeah. Uh, Any other news, buddy? Other news? I don't know if you saw this teased or not. Well, I do. I knew. I know that you've seen this because we discussed this. I was just... I was just trying to make you feel special, audience. (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars Rogue One. Astromech. An astromech is like R2-D2. It's like, hey, Uncle Owen, this one's got a bad motivator. That's an astromech. (laughs) It looks exactly like R2-D2, but black instead of white. 
Yeah, and I think it's all black. I like all black and silver. There's no color yeah, on it or black anything. Black and silver. It's, yeah, and it looks almost identical to R two D two. Even in many of the spots where a lot of the yeah. lights and things are are in the exact same spot. That was strange because I thought R two was because he was an R two unit. Yeah, exactly. That, That's why I was surprised that the name was totally different as well. It's like C five R four or something. Yeah, like it's that. got no R two at all. Yeah, and even in episode one, two. episode one when they go onto the ship to go to Naboo or whatever the fuck it is, mm. um, they see their ship gets attacked when they've got the princess. But, yeah, and yeah. When they're they going send out, out the, yeah, to patch up the ship, mm. and then R two is eventually the one that, that fixes, fixes it. it. Yeah. But there's all the other ones that got blown apart. And Obi-Wan's got his own unit, and it's R4, and it's a red one. Yeah. And he gets so killed you, at the start yeah, of the Yeah, you kind of assumed that it would be R, R whatever, something. but not at all. Yeah. For whatever fucking reason. <laughs> because we're special. <clears throat> Maybe it's like the Imperial version of it, though. Maybe it's just got some soul to it. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybe it's voiced by Quagmire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on my news front, we have Supergirl Season 2. The villain Metallo is confirmed, which is the one I speculated a couple Metal. weeks back. Metal. Metal toys. Metallica. <laughs> um, the one who opens up his chest and he's got kryptonite in him. So that villain has been confirmed for Supergirl Season 2. Yes, I know this villain. Yes. Well. Well, nice one. <clears throat> as well as uh, the Russo brothers. So they directed the Winter Soldier film as well as Civil War. And they are directing, I believe, the Infinity Story for the Avengers films. Um, they've come out and said, Captain America is no longer Captain America, quotation quote, marks. Unquote. You um, have to say that because when you do your finger bunnies, <laughs> the podcast can't Laser beam. See you. That means quotation marks. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, they, they believe he's no longer Captain America. And apparently, I was checking this up online, Captain America becomes a, the character known as Nomad when he has an identity sort of crisis with the government, the US government at the time, and he doesn't sort of, I, I believe he doesn't sort of get along with them, so he calls himself Nomad. So they could do something like that, or he could just go to Steve. I think they'll probably just call him Steve, to be honest. I don't think they would bother giving him a whole new name because they try to move away from those things that come across as too corny from comics. Yeah, or like they'll just call him like Colonel Rogers or something like that because I think in the Ultimate Universe he's not Captain America, he's Colonel America, I think, or something like that. Oh, really? I think. Possibly. Uh, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if he just, after after what happened with Civil War, Iron Man and whatnot, kind of were the go-to people and he's just kind of disappeared to do his own thing with Winter Soldier. Yeah. But yeah, generally speaking, I think they try to avoid corny names such as The Nomad. Because it just doesn't translate well to film. Yeah. Even if you think how many times was uh, Paul Rudd referred to as "Hey Ant Man," they don't really. They just call him what his actual. He, he calls name himself is. Ant Man. He calls himself Ant Man, but no one else goes Ant Man. Go over there and do this. Yeah, but mind you, in the Civil War movie, he turns into Giant Man. Yeah, and how many people called him Giant Man? Well, there's a vinyl pop that's <laughs> Giant Man. Exactly. What What else in this news? I got a wee bit. What else you got? Mark Hamill. The Joker. Mark Hamill. Famously known as the Joker. Famously known as the Joker. Yeah. Um, only maybe a handful of people might know him as Luke Skywalker. Some know him as Cockknocker from Jay and Silent Bob Strike. <laughs> there you go, Cockknocker. Mark Hamill, he put out on social media then a short clip of him shaving his own beard. Actually, I think it was somebody else's hand, but 
That's not really important in the slightest. He shaved his beard. He shaved off his beard and now he's shit. <laughs> yes. If anyone's ever listened to the beards or hasn't, oh, go take a listen. Get on it. Yeah, they're pretty good. Every single song is about beards. It's great. Anyway, so anyway Mark Hamill. He's shaved off his beard and he's put the caption. You've read this. Why don't you just tell him what the caption was? Uh, I believe it was hashtag bye bye beard at least until episode nine. So, so do we take from that that he is not going to die in this newest episode? Uh, or I, I, look, I wouldn't be surprised if he does die, um, but comes back as a, as a false ghost. That or he dies of age. He could go out of the way of Yoda. Yeah, I doubt that he'll die of age. Not many people get to. <laughs> it seems Yoda and nobody else. Uh, that we know of. Well, a lot of Jedis were slayed in that temple. <laughs> slayed. Slayed. Slain. Slade. Slade Wilson? Yeah. Yeah. That's later in news. Anyway, <laughs> uh, in my news, we have... Now, I saw this up online. Warner Brothers, maybe... Now, that is taken with a grain of salt. Looking into doing a Harry Potter Cursed Child movie adaptation. Uh, and they are looking at... They're, they're wanting Radcliffe and the, the crew to return for a possible movie version of the the most recent book or spin-off or continuation. Mm-hmm. Um Radcliffe I has... haven't read this, so I don't know if the other characters are in it. I don't know if Ron Hermione is no, I don't, Yeah, I know nothing. I know nothing it. It's on the shelf. You can see it right there. I can see it. Um, Will I read it? No. no. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so... If they did return... I'd watch uh, the movie. Yeah, I'd probably see it if they returned. Maybe not so much if they didn't. If they didn't return, it'd be like sort of... you watch it'd the... It'd be weird. Yeah. It'd be very weird. And do I think all three actors would return? No. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they did for like a reunion sort of thing, like this is the final send-off sort of thing. Yeah. But and I think that, yeah, I doubt that... That or they'd be smaller characters. Yeah, I doubt Emma Watson would return, to be honest. I think she's trying to progress her career as an actor and not be so attached to Harry Potter. I mean, I'm sure Daniel Radcliffe is as well, but... Rupert Grint just wants fuel for his hovercraft. Yeah. And his ice cream I'm for his sure ice cream truck. Because Rupert Grint's done so much recently. Didn't he write a song called the... Oh, no, wait, that's Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, wasn't he dating Taylor? Oh, wait, no, that's Ed Sheeran. But he wasn't dating. No, he wasn't. Yeah. They were like Biffles for Liffle. Uh, do you have any other bits of news? Because i still got a wee bit more. Um, I have another one. John Favreau has been rumoured to be returning as Iron Man slash Tony Stark's bodyguard. In sorry, his character's name is Happy Hogan, quote unquote. <clears throat> uh, in the newest Spider-Man movie, Homecoming. Yes. So as well, uh, John Favreau directed the first two Iron Man films, if I'm not mistaken, as Did. well as the recent Jungle Book film, which apparently was Chef. <laughs> Did you do He's Chef? done a lot of movies. Um, my question is: the last time we saw Happy is Iron Man three, and Pepper Potts owned Stark, or she was the CEO or acting whatever, CEO of Stark Industries, and she was uh, Pepper's bodyguard. That's the last time we saw... He was Pepper's bodyguard. No, 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 no. Pepper <laughs> was protecting Happy. <laughs> um, so that's the last time we saw Happy Hogan. So I'm wondering if having Happy in Spider-Man Homecoming, I don't think he'll be a protector to, to Iron Man because he wasn't in Civil War and he wasn't in Avengers 2 and there was no real mention of him. I don't see um, why he would be in it. If Tony Stark isn't in it, though, you're thinking that maybe he's in it with Pepper Potts. I'm thinking that, but my well, we don't really know what's been going on with that situation with Pepper Potts and Tony Stark. Mm. 
but on like a break or they yeah it definitely didn't go into almost any detail in the film yeah in civil war maybe we know is they've broken up maybe then they should have like actually had her character die in iron man 3 hasn't been mentioned since (laughs) well it almost seems like she's going to be an important part because otherwise they probably just would have not mentioned her in civil war yeah. I have this feeling that maybe they do have something else planned for her. Hmm. Hmm. But I am happy that John Favreau will be in. He's actually quite funny, I find. Yeah, he's actually a pretty good um, role in the film. No, I think it was Iron Man yeah. 3. He's telling everyone to wear their name tags, and he's walking around, like, snapping his name tag. Yeah, he's a pretty funny... Well, you know what? He's a great actor as well as director, really, if you think about it. As a director, he's done some amazing things. Sticking with the Marvel news. Now, this now we were eating dinner and this popped up, so this was a last-minute addition. Thor has a new costume for the Ragnarok, Ragnar- Thor 3. Um, Let's just start calling it Thor 3, because this is the third podcast. <laughs> being unable to It's an ongoing this. gag. Um, <laughs> but he's not wearing... You've seen the photo. He's not wearing his uh, sort of the Nine Realm yeah. sort of... It's just kind of like Rings. metal abs. It, it's sort of, yeah, like metal abs, um, red cape. Chainmail Batman suit. Yeah. Nipples included. There's no nipples. <laughs> Thank God. Anyway, uh, I was taking a look online while we were eating, and he wears this costume when he is no longer Thor. Really? So uh, I believe in the comics, he gets Molny taken off him, and he goes to Jane Foster, and she is currently Thor. So Thor doesn't have his hammer anymore, and he gets, I believe it's pronounced Yarborn. Yarborn is his first weapon, bef- well before he had the hammer, and it's a big battle axe. Mm. So that could be it. Now, well, I'm... that would make a lot of sense considering the news that we announced last week, which was that he went to Doctor Strange's house. Yeah, so which it... was to get in the comic books. He gets his hammer fixed. Gets his hammer fixed. Probably right when it comes to the Doctor Strange thing. Mm. Well, that's what it seems like. Maybe his hammer breaks, and then he. Goes back to Yarborn. I think it's become anyway. seen as not Thor anymore, and maybe that's why his outfit changes. Who knows? Yeah. Or maybe his outfit just changes. I think maybe there's still the possibility that we're just looking into it too much. Yes. And he's just changed his outfit to you know every episode being different. Uh, as well as this came up on my news feed, you don't know the superhero, so I'm not even going to say. Do you know Black Lightning? Mm. Yes. Um, <laughs> the executives mm. of Arrow and Flash, I believe, are looking at doing a Black Lightning TV adaptation. Uh, Black Lightning is a character by the name of Jefferson Pierce, if I'm not mistaken, who's a superhero who can generate and control electricity. Interesting. And he, I believe he works out of Metropolis. So generate... Generate and manipulate and control electricity. So... Sort of like, say, Storm from X-Men, but... Or Elect or whatever is it? Yeah, but I, th- I think from what... I, well, at least what we saw in the movies, he had to pull it from a power source. If he didn't have anything around him, he couldn't do it. I think he can just generally generate it in general. Okay. So that could be cool. It also seems kind of expensive for the constant CG, but mm. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, see how that works. Could be cool. I reckon what they're doing is on the TV shows, they've got your Arrow, your Flash, all these other characters now, they're making their own on-screen Justice League. Which is what appears they're Seems doing. to be what yeah. it's going towards. And they're leaving out sort of your, your big guns like your Batman, your Wonder Woman's. And they've done Superman now, but who knows yeah, how long Yeah, I doubt they'll incorporate Superman into that gang, though. Because Superman, he's just an attachment to Supergirl. Yeah, but they're all show. part of the same universe, I think, now. Yeah, but I doubt that they, you know, if they do do a TV show kind of Justice League, that they would put Superman into that. It'll just be Supergirl... Who have we got? Supergirl, 
Green Arrow. Yep. The Flash. The Flash. Uh, I believe we've got Hawkman and Hawk Girl. They got their own show. They're in Legends of Tomorrow, okay. which is one of the spin-offs. Uh, I don't know whether they're villains. I haven't started watching it. Captain Cold and Heatwave, which are Flash villains, but they were main characters in Legends of Tomorrow. Like, main good guy sort of characters. Oh, really? Yeah. So, possibility of them even being in it. So, that boosts it from four to six. So, you've already got a good gang there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Superman could just be, like, your win card. Yeah. So. Who knows what they do with it. But it always seemed to me like that was the avenue they were taking when they were making more and more Marvel shows that they were headed that way. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they're going to do Black Lightning. Yeah, it would be good. But at the same time, you know what? Maybe they're just putting this all towards having the ability to, you know, when one show starts to drop in ratings, just having one of the characters from the other shows to jump in. Yeah, I'm thinking... Having a, a Flash and Arrow kind of combo thing. That's a, that's what I've heard is going on online is like Flash, uh, Arrow season one and two were pretty good. You yeah. liked them. Three was awful i reckon past the halfway point and four wasn't bad but like it still needs to i think backtrack and go back to its roots yeah arrow it got i don't know it seemed to get carried away with its corniness i'm not sure if it's deliberate for tv but it started off almost realistic (laughs) yeah and then flash just took over the world because flash is really good Lindsay lohan she's been in an ongoing lawsuit with the rockstar and take two Game developers for Grand Theft Auto Five, claiming that just stupid. Yeah, this is just. But I found it funny. Um, <laughs> you claiming... can't not laugh at her. <laughs> she makes it too easy. <laughs> claiming that they used she used uh, that the game used her likeness for promotional purposes. So I believe the picture she's referring to it's it's a girl in a bikini on a beach taking a selfie, and Lindsay's saying that's me. So she mm. went to court about it. She's and... not narcissistic at all. Mm-hmm. Um. So they went to court, and the court's ruled they're not using your name. They're not using an exact like-for-like photo or anything like that for you. It's not you. Just threw it out, basically. Pretty much threw it out the window, yeah. I'm so surprised. (laughs) And there's a bit of news that you shared on our Facebook page. Yes. So Luke Evans, the actor who you may recognize from The Hobbit. Yes. He played Bard, the townsman. Yes. What else has he been in, Alex? He was in that. I didn't mind the film, but a lot of people didn't like it. The Dracula Untold film. Dracula. He played Dracula. Yeah. And I think a lot of people would probably recognize him from that anyway, whether or not you have seen it. He's You're pretty hot. <laughs> I ain't got a lot. He's a good looking fellow. Um, he's got a nice stubble. He's got like long black hair. Either way. Yes. Let's not get caught up in our mountain crashes. Luke Evans, the actor, is rumored to be, or has rumored to be, approached to play Sinestro in a Green Lantern film. So those of you who don't know Sinestro, Ian? Sinestro is the... Uh, well, he, he's a member of the Green Lantern Corps. Yes. Who... Oh, he knows he's doing, yeah, he's doing well. Yeah, look at me. I'm learning. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he was a member of the Green Lantern Corps. Who was... Come on. ...twisted by the power of yellow... No. <laughs> Essentially, he was known as the, uh, the the greatest of the greatest of Green Lanterns until Hal Jordan started. Uh, and then Hal Jordan uh, and um, Sinestro were sort of, you know, uh, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover, lethal weapon sort of buddy cop sort of things, at least from what I've seen. Um, Hal Jordan becomes the best. Sinestro believes, you know, 
the Guardians are losing faith and he believes fear is the weapon to be called and makes the Sinestro Corps. So he's sort of like the Joker to Batman, the Lex Luthor to Superman, Green Lantern yeah. to you, Sinestro. So Fear's kind of replaced, a bit jealous. Yeah, yeah, he was he was annoyed and, and jealous. Screw you guys, I'll make my own core. <laughs> and he does pretty well for himself making his own core. The costumes are great. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he's, he's... yellow is scary. Yes, it's the, it's the colour of fear. Um, he's rumoured to be approached for Sinestro. I personally think he would be great for the film. And his skin is a good actor. He has the right look. He's got the look, and I find it would be another one of you don't need to CG him at all in relation to the translation from comic to movie because Sinestro is pinky purple skin color, so that's makeup, and he has yeah. a mustache. That's generally it. Yeah, should be easy enough. I I wonder if they will go with a full mustache or whether they just have like a stubble lip. Because mustache is hard to pull off these days, let's be honest. He was played by uh, Mark Strong in the Greenland film. I think Mark Strong did really well. And you know what? Sinestro, probably thanks to Mark Strong's performance in that terrible, terrible film, which we shall not speak its name, but I think that Sinestro as a character has um, definitely grown a lot of traction because of that. And as a character... It has a lot of more interest there, so I'd, I think it's more than possible that he will take that role. Yeah, when he came out, I, I found when he was put in the movie, people were like, who's this guy? Why is he a bit of a douche? But why is he also really likable at the same time? He was a very interesting character, and I think I think that would appeal to a lot of actors. Yeah, I reckon Luke Evans would do a great, great to... Uh, yeah, he's great definitely an, a good complex character, so many mm. actors would, would fight for that kind of a part. And the last bit of news, and this was the probably the biggest piece of news, we saved it till last, it is Ben Affleck, Twitter. He put a video up of the Terminator Deathstroke. Do you know who Deathstroke is? Yes. Who I is Death- who Deathstroke? Oh, because you've seen Arrow Season 2. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, so Deathstroke is he's a mercenary for hire, and he has one eye, and he can go toe-to-toe and keep up with Batman. I think he's a good choice for the Batman film. Yep. Because it seems to be that that's what it's definitely leaning more and more towards, that it is going to be the villain for Batman. Okay. I'm still not sure if it is officially, officially announced, but it's definitely yeah, yeah. headed that way. Yeah, a lot of people are saying it's the standalone Batman film, but they're still filming Justice League. It's still possible, but because it is a Justice. screen test as well, it is very possible that it's the Batman film. Well, from... And as a Batman villain, I think he would be very He'd be fitting. Good. He's, yeah. he's not something ridiculous, he's something that as a human being, which Batman is, they're very much on that same kind of level of skill and ability. Yeah. Challenging enough for Batman because he's kind of super-powered in a sense. He is, yeah. But not overly. He, he's not a Flash or something. Yeah. So um, Deathstroke's backstory is essentially he is a, is a military guy similar to the likes of uh, Captain America. Uh, he goes to the Vietnam War and he meets a woman, falls in love, whatnot like that, but he takes an experimental sort of super soldier serum-like drug similar to Captain America, enhances his strength, his powers. Story goes on, he loses his eye, his wife shoots his eye out, I believe, from the story I've read. He was actually one of the main villains for the Teen Titans, became so popular, he went on to Green Arrow, he went on to Batman, and he was actually known as Deathstroke the Terminator before the Terminator films. Beat that, Arnie. (laughs) But the Terminator's still better. Uh, he's proficient in swords, guns, hand-to-hand combat, incredibly fast, whatnot like that. 
So I'd like to see Disc. I think it'll be a great fight because they've both got martial arts kind of backgrounds and uh, similar weaponry. There's no ridiculousness to it and superpower kind of element. Yeah. Um, with, so speak. with the uh, standalone Batman film, what villains would you like to see in a standalone Batman? Like, we've already seen what the Joker looks like. Uh, we know that this is a, a, an aged Batman, so you don't yeah. necessarily need to go through the new stages of an infancy of a villain. So who would you like to see as a full-fledged villain? As a full-fledged so sort villain? of He's already established. Look, you can do I some would flashbacks. like to see them do a revamp of the Riddler. And I, I wanted this... Back. You wanted this back. I in. wanted this back before Dark Knight Rises. Even you did. You wanted Neil Patrick Harris or something. No, no. I didn't. But a lot of people did. A lot of people did. You but wanted someone. I, I wanted them, and I still think it would be great, and maybe even more fitting nowadays to have the Riddler be existing in this Ben Affleck world where he's an aged Batman, so it's a bit more of a mental element there, mm-hmm. and I think that'd be a bit more fitting with the Riddler, and. Maybe to make the Riddler a bit more realistic, maybe take that kind of sore approach where you have, here's the riddle, don't do it and people die. Yeah. In some fucked up kind of ways. That's how they sort of tried to portray it in the um, the Arkham video games, where you kidnapped people and you actually yeah. had to do But even then, rooms. it's still a little bit campy and Yeah, you could, you could definitely you make could it more You could definitely do that similar kind of aspect on an actual film realistic scale. You don't need to have the bright green suit with the question marks. You, you wouldn't. Have, you wouldn't want a green suit with the question marks. I think it'd be enough to have the question marks and not know who the Riddler actually is until you see who it is. So it's kind of taking that detective approach because Batman is detective to find out actually who it is. So okay. you don't know who it is, and you know maybe there are the questions with the question, the green kind of post-its. Okay, with, so would you say then all over it? So still take that element, but him wearing an outfit with question marks all over it maybe not so much because that's a bit ridiculous okay so would you say then for the film they don't reveal who the actor is until the end and they keep the i actor think that's under probably wraps? the best approach to take in having that kind of quiz like twists in it rather yep uh, i think that's also what made the nolan films work really well is that it wasn't a linear storyline mm-hmm. a straightforward storyline it had the twists and turns in it and i think that i think from practice that obviously translate well to a Batman story. Okay. If we look at the Batman Superman movie, the reason maybe that I didn't do so well is because the story wasn't that complex. It was too linear that Batman and Superman are thrown to not like each other because of someone playing them. Yeah. There's no twist, there's no turn in that storyline. Yeah. For me, my favourite Batman villain besides your Joker, because your Joker's the best in my opinion, but like next off and in a close second, I'd love to see... A brutal, a deformed, just, I wouldn't know who you'd choose as an actor, but Two-Face. I love Two-Face in relation to, he's really good friends with Bruce Wayne, he's flipped, and Batman is constantly trying to help him. And yeah, you see, I agree. I think he'd also be really good, because he's such a complex character, it appeals to audience and actors alike. One of our, um, I asked one of our colleagues as well, um, who they'd like to see in a Batman film, they said, The Penguin? Having the penguin would be kind of cool because we haven't seen sort of a, a brutal penguin. We've just seen yeah. Danny DeVito in a tux. And we haven't seen him kind of more so like he is in the Arkham games as well where he kind of sells weaponry. and Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Like even if cool they make him a side as... character or something. Yeah. That would work. But I'd just love to see it I think it would be hard to pull off as well, but it's possible. That and pre Suicide Squad Joker. Would it be wrong to say Peter Dinklage as the Penguin? Very wrong. <laughs> Very I'm wrong. I'm just saying, he, I'd, 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 he, as an actor, he could 
awesomely pull that role off. He, yeah, he could, but I would say if the actor was still alive, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. He would be a good penguin. He yeah, he would have, would have been. Yeah. <laughs> um, Peter Dinklage could do a good job. I, I wouldn't say that he wouldn't, but I just couldn't see him as penguin, even with prosthetics and stuff like that. I just I'd see him as Tyrion the Imp. I don't think he needs prosthetics. We need the nose. I think. Mm, <clears throat> need the nose. Yeah, he'd probably need a nose because he needs the the telltale nose. Yeah. But anything more than that would be too ridiculous for nowadays. If you tried to do what Batman Returns did. Yeah. Now, no, not at all. No, but you'd still need the nose. And I, I would you reckon the the monocle or how the Arkham Games did it with like a broken bottle put into his eye, so it's actually permanently in his head. I'm not sure which way to go with that one, but we'll let the props department figure that one out because we're just the we're just the geniuses behind the scenes. Mm, we just think about <laughs> it. Uh, if you've got your favorite Batman villain that you want in the upcoming um, movie, tweet us. Let us know your suggestions. Hit us up. Yeah, that's it for the news so far today. Uh, yeah, Deathstroke. I'm excited for Deathstroke. I think he's Justice League, but yeah. I think he's Batman. I think he looks great. <laughs> he's not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> Like Manu, like I love the Arrow one, but he looks fucking awesome. Yeah, this, this guy looks a bit more badass. Don't fuck it. People think it's Joe Man. I just hope that they don't rely too much on that action aspect and try and actually put a decent storyline in this time. Batman Superman, weak story, and it needs to be a good complex story. Otherwise, it's not. He's not really a detective. Detective I think... stories have to have twists and turns. Put it that way. Yeah, I think people think it might be Joe Manganiello. I think that's his name. He's a buff guy. He was in. He's been in a lot of freaking movies, man. I can't remember right now. He was in How I Met Your Mother for one episode or a couple of episodes uh, here and there. No, I don't think they'll get him. He's a bit old, and yeah. Deathstroke is old. He's not young. Yeah, but he's also not Chubbs. Not Chubbs. He's, he's ripped. He's, no, he's got big, broad shoulders. He's got a big chest. Are we thinking of the same person? Probably he's, not. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking of now. Anyway. Is it Joe Manganiello? That doesn't matter. Joe Manganiello, there we go. Confirmation, thank you. Yeah, no, telling me whose husband it is doesn't help me. I don't read. Magic Mike. Yeah, he's not Magic Mike, he's the other guy. Uh, not Matthew McConaughey. No, I'm thinking of a different actor then. The, in, no, yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. And no. <laughs> anyway. I, don't, I don't think, no, I don't think it will be him, but it's still a possibility. We he has the good stubble for it. Someone said Brad Pitt. God, no. No. No way, Brad. Brad? There's Bro- no way Brad Pitt would take that role. No. No way. And someone said Ron Perlman, but I think Ron Perlman just wants to be in one of these comic book movies that isn't Hellboy. He wants to be Cable Ron, for Deadpool. No, he's not, he's not suited to it. No. He's neck level old. I reckon Joe Manganiello. He'd work it. I can't think of anyone else, but or I, pre- could just I have feel Manny like Benedict. I prefer someone else, but I couldn't tell you who. You could just have Manny... Stone Cold. Just have Stone Cold. Yeah. Just put the Goldberg in. Goldberg <laughs> just, can do it. Just have Deathstroke walk up to Batman. Candy asthma! <laughs> Goldberg. Anyway. Goldberg. That's, that's the news for this week. We're going to be moving on to our quizzes. Alan? Yes. Ready? Go. You put this in your coffee. Uh, a spoon. Your hands. Your face. It's white. Paper. Snow. A ghost. It's heavier than milk. A rock. A dog. The earth. Oh, it ate. Are you ready? Welcome back. Quiz. Ian's favourite. Ian's idea. Yes and no. (laughs) This week. It's only fun when I win. It's smart people. It's smart people week. So we're going to do the opposite. We're not smart. 
we're going to do shots that make us less smart. In order of our shots. Less smart. Less smart. We're off to a good start. <laughs> SMRT. Some people often say dumb. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Less smart. Less smart. An interesting choice of words. With an ED on the end of it. Smarted. <laughs> less than smarted. Let's get unsmartified. <laughs> so going in our order of our shots, we have a shot of Red Label, which when everyone starts drinking, oh, I'll go with Red Label. Red Label should be for nothing other than mixing. <laughs> yeah. I drank it from a bottle. <laughs> After that, we have when people got paid that little bit extra working at a supermarket, black label, double black. Thank you, Zach. Double black. <laughs> and coming at last, the thing that makes you as dumb as a toothpick, tequila. Cho- chocolate? Coffee tequila. Coffee yeah. tequila. Yeah, it is coffee tequila. Patron. 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 So this week's questions will be based on this week's theme of smart people. Geniuses. Geniuses. Baby geniuses. Baby geniuses. Ian, do you want to rock off? Are you ready? Are you ready for this jelly? <clears throat> Let me just whip the bad boy out that I think I've won. I think I've won. You, you've won rock. all of them. <laughs> you've won Have all I? of them. All the rocks is favorite. Yeah, but we're drawn for scores. All right. Rock, scissors, paper. Back to back to back to back. All right, ask you first. What week are we on? Uh, I believe this is episode five. Ooh. So I've won four Roxas papers. And you've won one of these quizzes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. Questiono numero unero. You don't speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> in the film Back to the Future, what was the day that Doc invented time travel? Uh, Full date, please. October 21st, 19... 19- <laughs> October 21st, 19... Uh, 1945. Hmm. Am I right? A good guess. You were wrong about all of it. Really? What November 5th, Five. 1955. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Where did I get that? Right. So, the first shot you will be doing is Red Label. The cheapest, nastiest Johnny Walker that there is. All right. So bad, it's Johnny crawling. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Is that good? No! Do we need a bucket? A pot! I don't have a bucket. No, I'm right. <laughs> my question, motherfucker. Shit. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> the Marvel Universe. Genius Reed Richards is known as what superhero? Mr. Fantastic. Fuck you. Boom! <laughs> yeah! Fucking hate you. Next. Go to your next question. I didn't think you'd knew that. Here's one that you may very well get. Oh. Futurama. Hmm. Professor Farnsworth. Now, I know you love Futurama. No but. pressure. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Professor Farmsworth is a member of what academy? Oh, what? A member of what academy? Yeah. I have a feeling it's like it's after his own name or something, but I can't remember this. Do you want a hint? I'll have a hint, yes. Well, who is his arch rifle? Wormstrom. Worm I believe he is also a member of this academy. Oh, fucking hard. No, I'm past. I don't know it. What is it? The Academy of Inventors. Really? Yeah. Fuck. 
As a member of the Academy of Inventors, the professor has created many things. Hence, inventors. <laughs> and now I'm going to go for the double, Blake. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? Right, yeah. All right, your turn. Question number two. I don't know what order you've been doing this in. Queen sound first. Queen sound first. Queen sound first. That one. That's the first one. So you've skipped that one. You're on to the second one. All right. Question number two. Question numero duero. <coughs> wow. Mexicano. The DC Universe genius Ray Palmer is known as what superhero? Mm. You know the answer to this. I'm going to believe you looked at my questions and Googled the answers. Was it DC? Yes. And what was his name? <laughs> Ray Palmer. Shit. <laughs> Ray Palmer. 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 Ray Palmer. <clears throat> a lot of people don't know who Ray Palmer is. <laughs> you got to stop doing that as your epic <laughs> I have not the foggiest idea. The Atom. Played by Brandon Ruth in Arrow. No, the Atom is a thing. You can't be an Atom. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Alright, go for your third question <laughs> Go for your third question Alright <clears throat> Question three Yes Questioner numero trio <laughs> From the hit TV show Scrubs Dr. Cox Ahem <clears throat> I hate how you're using shows that I love against me. <laughs> yeah. You looked yeah. at my DVD shelf before you started looking at questions. No, and no, I just know what you love and I like to use it against you because I'm a sadistic motherfucker. Okay. Sadistic. Okay. Finish this quote. <laughs> I'm covering my eyes to help me think. Good luck with that. It's like when you turn the volume down to find a car space. I will even tell you the episode number and the season. Oh, yeah, that's going to help. Sorry. I can't give you the episode number. The season. Okay. Season four. Okay. Dr. Cox says this. I want to, Bob. I really do. But my first patient today was a snot-nosed little punk who wouldn't let me give him blank unless I said pretty please first. And I'm just not on the begging... I'm just not big on begging strangers. Wouldn't... So... Can we just say this again? Yeah, yeah, properly, thank you. I want to, Bob, I really do, but my first patient today was a snot-nosed little punk who wouldn't let me give him a blank unless I said pretty please first. Uh, I want to say physical. Like, you wouldn't let... Close. He wouldn't let me give him an examination, a... I'm close with physical, am I? No. Fuck you. Fuck you, (laughs) this is what I love against me. (laughs) Season 4 is one of the good seasons, too. It is. It's the season after Elliot breaks up with... Uh, JD breaks up with Elliot at Turk and Carla's wedding. The ramifications season. Um, there are no bonus points in this game, folks. <laughs> Wouldn't let him give him a... Yeah, I'm going to go with an examination. That's saying pretty, pretty please. You're very close. The full quote is, I want to, Bob, I really do, but my first patient today was a snot-nosed little punk who wouldn't let me give him a rectal exam unless I said pretty please first. Fuck. And that's a three for three. You're winning now. This is 
this is two. Actually, yeah. no, you need to get my last question as well. But still, I think you've won I've two won. now. This is coffee Patron out of a Hogwarts glass, which is ironic. Schooling and teaching. And Patron. Patron. You've got to say it with gangsterness to it because we're so gangster. That's better than the scotch. (laughs) (laughs) You had a full body like seizure. You're like, and then you went. That's better than the scotch. Motherfucker. Let me just prepare myself for this. No, I'm gonna be even meaner now. I know. I did have name three. I'm gonna make it name four. Because fuck you. Name four members of the Marvel Universe team, the Illuminati. All right. Tony Stark. One. I'm counting them. I'm not correcting. But yeah, one. yeah. Um, Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the look of fear. <laughs> Shit. Um, Bruce Banner. And the fourth person is Professor Xavier. You were close. Shit. But on the list I have, and to be honest... I think Bruce Banner was a temporary member at one point. Oh, I don't so think I'm wrong a, either way. I don't think he's a full-fledged member. <laughs> the list I have is Iron Man. Bing! I have Professor X. I have Mr. Fantastic. You stopped doing dings. Huh. Should I keep going with the dings? No, it's too annoying. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> I have Black Panther. Bing! Black Panther, really? Yep. I have Doctor Strange. Uh, I should have thought about that one. He's a doctor. He had to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's a medical physician. <laughs> he gives rectal exams. I had Namor, the Submariner. Uh, yeah, Marvel's that was version right of Aquaman. On my list. And I had Black Bolt. Black Bolt is the leader of the Inhumans that can't speak because his voice will destroy things. Hmm. I think he's going to be played by Vin Diesel in the movies. But yes, enjoy the Patron. It's probably show. a good thing he doesn't speak then. But um, Patron, ladies and gentlemen. I really want to find a way to get you to do the the red label. <laughs> <gasps> That's nasty. Oh. <laughs> Moving along. I can, I can give you a. Oh no, wait. We're not tied, are we? Because I was going to say I can give no, you. No, I win. Yeah, I want you to do the red. Just label. a very sour victory. <laughs> you want to do the red label just for shits and gigs. So, we'll be moving on now. <laughs> Go on. We'll be moving on now to our uh, Twitter results, I believe. Yes, our Twitter results. Let's move on to that. The politics of failure have failed. We need to make them work again. Tomorrow, when you are sealed in the voting cubicle, vote for me, Senator Ke- Bob Dole. All right. So, this week, I put up on Twitter, we want to know, number one, what your favorite smartest person in comic books or books or movies or anything is as well as i dubbed you all shakeners you don't like it let me know i'll think of something else but... deal with it we gangster <laughs> we, we're dmx we gangster yeah. yeah now if you don't like the name shakeners i'll think of something else but yes anyway i liked it thank you I you well. thanks man yeah you put it out um you gotta buy me dinner first and i <laughs> bought dinner tonight so tomorrow you can buy breakfast um, I gotta leave so early. Um, anyway, so we put up on Twitter, fellow Shakeners, your time to vote is acquired. Yet again. Uh, who is the smartest character of the below listed? So, 
we had a list of four, as well as actually some suggestions of who should be on there, as well as you suggested one that you weren't happy with not being on the list. Yeah, he he don't listen to me anymore. <laughs> I just didn't think he needed to be on there twice. Anyway, so coming in at last place was Hermione Granger from Harry Potter. Guardian Leviosa. Stop, stop, stop. You're going to take someone's eye out. Besides, you're saying it wrong. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. So surprised she came in in last place. You know what? Out of 41 votes, she came with 10%. So she came with a couple of votes. She had four. Four. So you know what? She had four votes. That's in, there was one person Out last of 40. I'm sorry. There was one person last week who had 3% of the votes with James Bond, and it wasn't you. Whoever that was, good on you. Precisely. Anyway, whoever voted for Hermione. But Marnie anyone Granger, who voted for Hermione, you're dead to me. <laughs> hey, my dog's name is Hermione. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, coming in at third place, we had the lovable blue ruggermuffin, Beast, from the X Men series. We have to face it. I am a mutant in a world that fears and despises my kind. Played by Kelsey Grammer and the boy from Without a Boy. Without a Boy? <laughs> you yeah. don't know the actor's name? No. You probably should have prepared for this. I probably should have prepared. Do you know the actor's name? Yes. <laughs> he, gets, he gets his phone. <laughs> oh no, he gets my X-Men case. Oh yeah, what's the actor's name? Go on. Probably won't be on the back of first class because he wasn't well known then. Yeah, he's well known. He's from Skins. Yeah, and just can't remember his name. <laughs> you can't remember his name. How about you grab uh, Days of Future Past? No, the Skins. <laughs> I don't have Skins. Yeah, mine. Yeah, she's got every season. Find out what season he's in. How about I just IMDb him? Is he plays Tony? Okay, his name isn't Tony. No, he plays Tony in Skins. Can you hand me through? I am Go back to your seat. Yeah. Go back, back to the carpet. Bring it back to the carpet. I'm not one of you. Michael, Nicholas Holt. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so. His name is Nicholas Holt. He's from Skins, where he plays Tony. From humble beginnings we grow. Yes, so he came in at third place. So, surprisingly enough, I, I wanted to put Professor X on there, but your comments towards that were not very... Just uh, because you have psychic powers doesn't mean you're a genius. I believe. He didn't build a jet. Anyway, coming in at third place, Ian's favourite, but also he's a bit sour, like that sour fucking scotch we just had. Mm. What was it? That would be... The one, the only, Sherlock Holmes. There's nothing of interest for me out there on Earth at all. So you're free this evening? Absolutely. Dinner? Wonderful. The Royale? My favourite. Mary's coming. Not available. Played by many, many actors over time and a terrific number of books. Uh, We've had it being portrayed by... Robert Downey Jr. Oh. Benedict Cucumber Patch. Now, when people ask what's better, Benedict or Robert, what's your answer? My answer, it used to be Robert Downey Jr. And now it is Benedict. Mine's, mine's always Robert. I just like... You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so 
So that came in at third place. Now, some honourable mentions that we had. Now, we actually had a couple of them. Benedict Cumberbatch had a lot more sass to him. I don't... He had a lot more sass. Great one-liners. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So, we had a couple of suggestions in relation to our Twitter poll before we go into our number one. Honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. We had Dougie T23 Prime Reed Richards. Fuck you for getting that right, Mr. Fantastic. Mm. He said also Brainiac. Now, are you aware of who Brainiac is? No. No. (laughs) He is essentially the smart... I would probably say the smartest being or person in the DC universe. From what I've seen, he goes. He's a sort of a cyborgish sort of computery person. Like he's a he's he's not really a life form from what I've seen, at least. Okay. He goes to planets. He gathers their information. He blows up the planet. He goes to the planet. He gathers their information. He blows up the planet. He gets as much knowledge as he can and moves on to the next one. Wow. Um, some of them, he even turns the cities into miniature cities. He like shrinks them and puts them in bottles. So he has the. Oh, cool. City so of, he's a villain. Yeah, he's a villain, yeah. He has the city of Candor in a bottle. Candor is the city from Krypton. There was the bottled city of Krypton, and people are alive in there and mingling and stuff in a bottle. Kind of cool. I thought Krypton blew up. He took the city before it blew up. Just it, before it blew up. And he took people with it. And some, uh, in the, I believe it was the Superman animated series, he assisted with the destruction of Krypton. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so there were the honourable mentions. Uh, we also had... On Facebook. On Facebook. We had a lot of people asking for Tony Stark, whom I want to point out I also put forward that argument. My argument was you can't have Sherlock Holmes played by Robert Downey Jr. and Tony Stark. You had to choose between one and Sherlock Holmes was a book. And my argument was... Sherlock Holmes is played by many, many actors and is probably and arguably more famously known to be played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. One of our actual comments was someone was saying Beast would win. He covers more ground in relations to genetics, robotics, alien tech compared to the rest. But coming in at first place. I think it's a good argument. For Hank. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Especially with some of the X-Men books I've read. He's actually like reading his pages. I have to read it a couple times. He built a jet that can turn invisible. In the, yeah, in the movie. from I don't know about the books, but from the movie, he did. I think he built the, according to the movies, he built or helped build in first class the... What's the, bit, what's the jet called? What's the jet called? The jet's called the Invisitron. <laughs> I'm going to leave that for next week's question somehow. No, because I'll look it up. So coming in at first place. What's the, with the helmet? Cerebro. Cerebro. That's not the jet. No, I know. Yeah, but you're I'm say- saying he also helped build that in first class. Oh, yes. So coming in at first class. <laughs> coming in at number one? Coming in at number one, my favourite, beats Sherlock Holmes. He beats Beast. He beats Hermione. But he can't beat Superman. Lex Luthor. Come on, let me hear you say it just once. Come on. I'd say. No! <laughs> no, it was the other thing. Come on, I know it's just dangling off the tip of your tongue. Let me hear it just once, please. Superman will never Wrong! Played by Gene Hackman in the Christopher Reeve Superman films. And also played, played by... Jesse Eisenberg in Batman Superman. Also now, played by... Who played him in Superman Returns? Oh, my... Oh, the President of the United States. He's actually fucking awesome as Lex Luthor. He'd probably be my favourite, to be honest. Yeah, I'm pissing off a lot a, of people. He was actually a great Lex Luthor, though. He was great. I will say that. The he, film, terrible. 
But him as Lex Luthor. He was the he was sort of like in my opinion, he was the Mark Strong of Green Lantern that he is for Superman Returns. You know what? I'd agree for you. Yeah. Agree for you? I would agree with you. You agree with me? I agree for you. Yeah. yeah. I would agree with you for once. Yeah. <laughs> for once. For once. We're best are. mates. I'll agree with you for once. Everybody gets one. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Amazing. Now, I don't know the actor who played him. I don't know the actor's name who played him in Smallville, but he wasn't bad, but I only got three seasons in before I decided no. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. probably a smart move. Yeah, it, it annoyed me. Anyway, uh, Lex Luthor, number one. He is incredibly smart. He owns his own company, his own business. He tries to take down the Superman, and on some occasions he succeeds in, in some instances. Some instances, well, majority, he, he doesn't. <laughs> He's bald. He's great. He's lovable. Anyway, yes, he comes in at number one this week. Just. The world's by, by one vote. One vote between you... Lex Luthor and Sherlock Holmes. Here's a quick question for you. Hmm. In an imaginary world, which is imaginary, and you had... Is it called imagination? It's called ima- imagination. Imagination! <laughs> <laughs> Let's say Lex Luthor commits a crime. Okay. Sherlock Holmes is sent out to investigate. Would Sherlock and be able to... chase him down. Who's going to win that? Now, is your question in relation to would Sherlock find out that Luthor committed the crime or who would win catch in a fist fight? No, all together, catch him. I'm, well, like if they're going for a fucking run? No. Catch him like the police, you no, idiot. No, I do not reckon they will. You don't reckon Sherlock would him. catch him. I think he would, and here's why. Okay. Sherlock Holmes, smart enough to figure out, obviously, that he did it. Okay. Would you argue against that point? Yes and no. There is no yes and no. No, then. You're pregnant or you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I just ate a lot. Um, I would say yes. I would say no. He's a friggin' genius and he can solve everything from nothing. Okay. Continue and then I will provide my rebuttal. Okay. Okay. Everything from nothing. And. Sounds like a Bond title. As. Yeah, could be. Coming soon. Everything and nothing. <laughs> and I also think that he would catch him. If we put Sherlock Holmes from every universe into one, he's mm-hmm. also incredibly good in action situations, which is also true uh, from a book's perspective. He's often, often, often in gunfights. Okay. And he, he often finds a way around these gunfights. He himself, in the books speaking, not necessarily the films, isn't an amazing fighter, but he uses his wits to outsmart the person. Okay. And for that reason, I think that he could actually capture Lex Luthor because I think he'd be intelligent enough to catch him without letting him get to his super suit and whatnot. Okay. Is is, is that all? Go on. I can see you're bursting at the seams. Oh, man. I've got a huge clue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, um, can you remind us and myself... um, us meaning everyone who's on my side. What time era is, uh, is Sherlock Holmes generally located in? Um, <clears throat> just any. No, 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 no. Let's go. Why with... don't you ask Benedict Cumberbatch that? Well, we don't have him as a guest yet. So, <laughs> what any? He's currently in Benedict Cumberbatch timeline, modern times. Okay. Well, let's go with the books, and let's go with Robert Downey Jr. Where the books were modern times for when it was written. When was it written? It 
the modern time of the point when it was written. Yeah, it's okay. It's not important. Motherfucker, <laughs> he in like the 1800s. Number one. Number one. These are my rebuttals. That's like saying Batman is set when that was very first written. Depending on when you read it, yeah. Because it's visuals. No, 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 no. Every single time Batman now is stuck in that era. <laughs> well, what if they do a revamp like they have multiple times? Oh, like Benedict Cucumber Patch is a revamp for Sherlock Holmes. Nah. You're dead to me. <laughs> Number one. General time frame. He's in the 1800s. You've seen our parents with technology. How do I get on the Facebooks? He's not going to find out who the... He's Sherlock Holmes. He'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. And that's I'm a great detective. <laughs> you bought those shoes. There was a good shoe shop down in Winchester. Don't know where you got those because I'm in fucking Metropolis, a fictional city, number two. Number I feel th- like you're looking for poor arguments Number here. three. Do you know who Lex Luthor's personal bodyguard is? I don't mean to. Mercy Graves. Do you know who Sherlock Holmes has? Watson. <laughs> mustache. Jude Law. A mustache beats anything, if we learned anything. Jude Law. Jude Law's going to beat up Mercy Graves. Um... Watson has a history with the army. Watson has and a walking a stick, and I think shot. it's also got one bullet in the he's walking stick. He's a terrific stick. shot. Cool. And so he's got a mustache. Did I mention the mustache? <laughs> with a musket. I'm sure he's great with a musket. Hmm. Okay. Two. I reckon he'll get to a super suit, because if you find out someone's chasing you in modern times, because Lex Luthor ain't in the 1800s, you're going to find out someone's chasing you. Is your whole argument surrounding the 1800s? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to call this whole argument invalid then. Well then, look, if you're on... We're going to put hashtag Team Lex and hashtag Team... Uh, team Cucumber. Te- no. <laughs> no. Sherlock. Team Sherlock, yeah. And you know what? Tweet at iJohnson92 for Team Sherlock and tweet at Doody Dootrum for Team Luther. I reckon Luther. Or just send your hashtags to Shaking on it. Oh, yeah, all that. Or Shaking on it. We so, want to hear it because, you know what? Sherlock's going to win. Nah, I reckon Luther. It's not a competition, but we will win. You know what? We're just going to sit back and uh, roll in our money. Just roll in the money. And we can fly. Sorry, I got Tony Stark. <laughs> you got Tony Stark? I got Tony Stark. <laughs> I couldn't hear it's the same person. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> We're going to move on to our game segment of this week. Hosted by the voluptuous, beautiful, blue-eyed, baby blue, Ian Johnson. Welcome back. We're going to jump right into our game segment. So we'll be talking and discussing all about our top five which we've sat together and figured out, our top five smart slash nerdy slash genius persons in the video game realm. Genius video game characters. Yeah, yeah, that's a much better (laughs) If only you had introduced this segment. It's your segment. Oh, well. (laughs) Let's kick things off with number five. Mumbo number five. Number five, Professor Oak from the Pokemon series. Go on. The reason that we have put Professor Oak in here is because you may or may not know this, but Professor Oak actually created the Pokedex. Did he? Yeah, a very sophisticated piece of programming, that is. It's basically an encyclopedia slash Wikipedia. I believe the word is encyclopedia, according to how that's your mother. Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. There's an E in there, so it's a... Yeah. 
So anyway, it's basically a high-tech encyclopedia. Pedia. Slash Siri, because it talks to you. It does. For every single Pokemon. Yes. Which really is a pretty high-tech piece. I think it's depending on what region you're in or something as well. Depends on if it can read the Pokemon or something. I'm not sure. Uh, possibly. And that's for that reason we put them in there, because that is an amazing piece of technology. Yes. Quite so, good. we're going to jump ahead to number four. The number of the day is four. And that would be Geralt from the Witcher series. I'm going to put that in there. <laughs> we'll just leave that bit in there. Mm. Mm. Geralt from the Witcher series. The reason that we've put him in there is because he has a huge knowledge base for what is required of him in that world. So go through what 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 is yeah, go through what where's Geralt so, from? What's so Geralt? Geralt from the Witcher series, he's a monster hunter which is genetically enhanced to be almost a super soldier slash monster hunter. And they're called witches. They're called witches. So they also have somewhat powers okay. and super strength and whatnot. Uh, which is basically required when you're hunting monsters because otherwise you'll get scorched to death by dragons and shit. So what makes him smart? (laughs) What makes him smart? He has knowledge of basically every single creature, but he also has that in written form with books that have been passed down from Witcher to Witcher. That aside, he also has knowledge of all the oils for his swords. He has knowledge of... um, a lot of witch law, a lot of uh, legal law in terms of kings and whatnot. Yeah, you can't just go out killing monsters as a witcher. He has a huge knowledge on almost everything. You've got herbs as well, herbs to make all kinds of potions. He has a knowledge on basically everything. And he can use magic. And he can use magic. Igni, the fire one. <laughs> that was the best one. I can't remember the other ones now. Igni, Ard... Ard was the shield. Was it? Which one was the force push? I can't remember. I think Igni was my favorite. I, I just had Igni equipped constantly because motherfucking no one gets away fire from fire. Fire's best. Fire's best. Let's, let's be honest. Number three. We have got Clank from the Ratchet and Clank series. <laughs> All right. So a lot of us, a lot of our actual listeners that I've been speaking to, don't know anything on video games, so what's Ratchet? What's what's Clank? What's Ratchet and Clank? So Ratchet and Clank, the game series, uh, it revolves around a animal character. So it's kind of set in space, somewhat like a what's the word to put it? Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. So if you think maybe like a Rocket Raccoon kind of character, mm-hmm. uh, if there was a whole race of them kind of thing. Okay. So he's an alien that stumbles across a robot. And basically, they become the best of friends and save the world, essentially. Okay. So, you and this sidekick, Clank, hence Ratchet and Clank, go to save the world, but you work together to fight off a whole bunch of baddies. It's a very simple game. And what makes Clank smart? What makes Clank smart, if you've heard any of his dialogue ever, hopefully you have. (laughs) (laughs) He every time you go into some kind of fight sequence, he will pop out with some one-liner about the absolute percentage of nothing that you have of surviving. 
So he's like a C-3PO. He's like a C-3PO, like, oh, I predict that there is absolutely no fucking chance at all that you will survive this. And he's got a nice Cockney accent, which always makes people sound smarter for some reason. Sorry, not Cockney. British. Upper class British, which makes you sound really intelligent because you can't speak English. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. So he was number three? Yes. So moving on to number two. My favourite, because it's my favourite game series, really, is the Bioshock series. Sherry. Sherry. Sit on my lap. Uh, <laughs> sit on my lap. I can only blame myself. <laughs> uh, and the person from Bioshock that I have picked is Andrew Ryan. So Andrew Ryan is the founder of Rapture. In the original Bioshock games, mm-hmm. one and two, not infinite, uh, they're set in an underworld city called Rapture. Essentially, Andrew Ryan goes, fuck this ship, I'm going to go build my own city underwater, and we're going to have our own government, we're going to have our own rules, and we're going to do whatever the hell we want. Oh. He went ahead and he created... That sounds like actually an I'd, 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 love, I'd like to live there. Yeah, you say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out everything that goes wrong when you give people the power to do whatever they want. Everyone is addicted to drugs, which in this game, the drugs that were invented uh, give you basically superpowers, such as like it's like an Igni from The Witcher. You uh, can shoot fire from your hands. You can shoot bees from your hands. You can, you can shoot, shoot electricity what from your from hands. Bees. 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 Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! <laughs> You can shoot all sorts of things from your hand, and that's essentially what their drugs are, but they all become addicted to it, and they became these kind of creatures that are almost inhuman, attacking people, and they're known as splices. So you might think, that, hey, this is sounds like a great idea. Fuck the government. We'll go live our own life under the sea. Under the sea. Everything's worse because you'll get stabbed under the sea. <laughs> so... That aside, Andrew Ryan is a genius for the reason that he has completely architecturally designed this entire city under the sea, buildings that are perfectly freestanding on the floor of the earth. Hmm. It's amazing, the actual detail of the city and the fact that he's created it all essentially by himself and handpicked the people that he wanted to live there. I didn't know he handpicked the people that he wanted to live there. Mm. Handpicked them. He wanted people who were geniuses and were overlooked by normal civilization. Mm, that I wasn't aware of. There you go. Awesome. So, number one. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. Two. Adam Phoenix from the Gears of War franchise. Um, we're both massive, massive Gears fans. Huge fans. So, for those of you who are unaware of Gears, we've got a couple of friends who don't know much on Gears go through a little bit of the lorey history sort of stuff. Uh, the lore side of it, I don't know pretty much anything. Oh, God. So, it's essentially... Um, Dutra, why don't you go ahead and give us an idea of what the kind of history of Gears of War is? This particular world, Sarah, it's very similar to Earth, split into two factions and they're fighting over fuel resources. Uh, This war ends, as soon as the war ends, these creatures called the Lambent, just these 
monsters come from the ground and start killing everyone and want to take over the world, which causes everyone to form together to make uh, an army called the COG, the Coalition of Ordered Governments, to fight against these bad creatures from the deep known as the Locust. That's roughly it. That's roughly the plot. With the voices from So you might be Bender. wondering, Adam Phoenix, where does this guy fit in? And that would be uh, the fact that he is very heavily linked from the very beginning and the emergence of the Horde. The Locust. The Locust. Where do they get Horde from? Horde mode. True. And they say for the Horde. They do. Yeah, they say for the Horde. Anyway. <laughs> he's very heavily linked to the emergence of the Locusts. And it's really in episode three that we actually get to meet this character and he becomes a very integral part of the storyline Yeah, from Gears 1, 2, and 3. Who knows what actually happens from here on out with the... Gears of War 4 coming Gears out in a coming couple out soon, of weeks. And I believe that they're probably going to do that as a trilogy as well. 4, 5, 6. Yeah. I could be wrong. And you had Judgment as well. Yeah, Judgment mm, doesn't count. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Adam Phoenix, the reason why he's such a genius is because he basically invented this whole machine which would eliminate... Spoilers. Spoiler alert. If you ever wanted to play the Gears of War game. Invented a machine which would wipe out all the locusts because it, I believe it attacked the cells which were Lambert. And that is what... That's the that's the the fuel, essentially, that they were fighting for before the, uh, the locust emerged. Was if you sort of breathe it in, it sort of goes into your system and you sort of turn into these zombie sort of creatures and, and yeah. whatnot. And the locusts were basically bred from that so they're made up by it and yeah there's some way that there's a lot of story behind it (laughs) which is too much to go into to be honest yeah but he basically saved the world with his amazing inventions but not only did he invent this amazing machine which saved the world until this new gears of war came out who knows what's happening from here on out but he also invented an amazing weapon, which anyone who's ever played a game of Gears of War will instantly mangasm from, and uh, that is the Hammer of Dawn. What is the Hammer of Dawn? Just Hammer, a quick brief of what it brief? is. It's basically a super weapon which shoots a giant laser down from a satellite in space and blasts the area and kills anything in its path. Yep. It's an amazing weapon when you get to use it in the game. It's kind of like pointing a little laser dot for a cat to play with, except when you point it, for a little after about five with? seconds of beep, 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 a laser the size of a fucking tower shoots down from the skies and destroys huge building-sized creatures, annihilates anything. Never have I ever felt more like a god. And for that reason, Adam Phoenix is our numero unero. Pretty good. Number one. Number one. Yeah, that was a pretty good list. I was actually really impressed with that list. Yeah, I did all myself. Nothing at all to do with you. No, not at all. Not at all. Anyway, and with that, we're going to go on to comic book, my comic book segment this week. I'm not going to go with my favourite comic book of the week with Geniuses. I'm actually going to do similar to Ian. My top five smartest comic book characters. I figured. So I'm going to go with my top five favorite comic book characters 
similar to Ian with his video game characters. They're unfortunately only going to be from the Marvel and DC universes. Apologies to any of those who uh, who believe other characters should be on there. But if not, tweet at me. Let me know. I'll take a look. Just realised you have green light on Blu-ray. You should be ashamed of yourself. That was a Christmas present. That was a KK present. Kill yourself. Actually, you know, I like the Green Lantern. I got into the Green Lantern comic books from the film. Because I said, the film is awful. I need to read the books. Let me just shoot some of my scotch and coke at you. Your holy water. The power of Christ <laughs> compels you. Anyway, coming in at my number five. Mumbo number five. Batman. He's pretty smart. Some would say. Batman makes my number five. He is an incredibly smart person in relation to it. He's a tactician. He knows a shitload of martial arts, gadgets. Freaking, he knows how to drive a really good car around those corners. But the reason he doesn't make a high number on my list is because he also uses a large amount of technology to help solve his crimes. Back computers and freaking scanners. And in the Batman Arkham games, he's got the detective mode, which pricks up scents yeah. and fingerprints, which... He's kind of like a cheating version of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah. But some would also say... Daddy, he's... solve the crimes for me. Parents are dead. <laughs> so that's my number five. Coming in at number four. The number of the day is four. The number one winner of our Twitter poll, Mr. Lex Luthor. So he's my number four. I find him a similar way to uh, Batman in relation to he also uses a wee bit of technology in relation to defeating Superman. Clearly, you generally I feel like need a rock. Technology is a bit different though. Because he really creates a technology for attacking and everything, whereas Batman kind of utilizes technology to do the hard work of solving crimes for him. Yeah, but also if you generally just need a rock to beat Superman, you don't need to build a suit. My opinion... Um, you know what? You can throw a rock at a guy. It's not going to do as much as hitting a guy with a rock. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so he makes my number four... Uh, is incredibly, incredibly smart. He owns Luthercorp or Lex... Lexcorp. Yes. Even I know that one. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's because, you know, <laughs> I've got uh, I've got a uh, small bill on the brain and I believe it was called Luthercorp before it turned into Lexcorp oh, really? when Lionel Luther owned it. Yeah. Mm, I can smell that bullshit. That is why here. I stopped on season three. The Vision from the Avengers series. He's fucking brutally smart. Really? Yes. I read his, uh, his, recently read his standalone vision book that we bought before we went to Hong Kong. That is great. He's one of those people who, he's sort of like your R2-D2 clank. He thinks a lot in numbers in relation to you have a, you know, what you're telling me is a lie because this statistic doesn't match that statistic and there's a 34% chance you're lying. It's great. Mm. That, and he's very, yeah. Calculating. His powers are awesome. He's also a little bit of a smart ass in that relation as well. You see in the uh, in the Age of Ultron film where Ultron's like, You're incredibly naive and he's like, Well, I was born yesterday. Literally. So he's a bit of a smart ass. He's incredibly smart. In the movies we see him with the mind stone on his forehead, so that could make him even smarter. But also look at him in the Civil War film. He knows how to hold his own. So he doesn't need a battle suit. And he doesn't need a bat family to... Yeah. And he doesn't need years of kung fu. He can just phase through things. Coming in, number two, Mr. Johnson. Your favourite. 
Iron Man. The one thing that made Iron Man on my list was not only did I want to please you, but <laughs> everybody does. I like the the idea of he's incredibly smart. And he's built his own suit. He's built a suit to deal with Hulk, the Hulkbuster. He's deal. Uh, he's built a suit to deal with Thor. So he's built his own sort of Thorbuster, if you will, to deal with Thor. That's cool in the co- in the comic books. Yep. So I kind of like that. But the one thing that made me really stand out is like, yeah, he's he's in in the movie he's got a bit of a mental issue, but it's also a smart idea. Is he has forty two suits to deal with any situation ever in Iron Man three? He's got the Silver yeah. Centurion with blades coming out of its arm, which is made out of vibranium, same metal made out of Captain America's shield. Little where fact. you got that from? Wonder where you got it from, Daddy. Um, <laughs> he's got his dad's dead. I find that a little insensitive. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> uh, he's got the eagle suit, which is similar to the Hulkbuster. It's a small blue one. He's got the star boost, which allows him to fly in space. Yeah. I'm sure that will come in handy very shortly. Yes, he was rumoured to be in Guardians of the Galaxy number one before. So would I be surprised if he appeared in number two? Mm, yeah, I think it would, it would be a little hard to explain Yes, he was fighting Captain America on Earth And now he's just randomly in space Hanging out with Chris Pratt I think it could be possible I'm sure they'll find a way The way they do it Either that or there's like some form of like we've, If they were thinking of a way to make it make sense for number one I'm sure they'll find a way to make it make sense for Guardians 2 yes, Eventually they're going to have to introduce them Because we know that they're going to be part of the Infinity War now Officially confirmed Do you think... If if the Guardians were on Earth earlier, who do you think would be on whose team in relation to Captain and Iron Man? Good question. Now, I reckon they'd all divide. I wouldn't think the Guardians would solely be on one team. I reckon... I disagree. I think because the Guardians know each other so well and know these guys so not well, okay. know these yep. guys so little, yep. I think they would probably all try to stick together on one team. I don't think they'd really um, pick a side where they would be split. So if I say they had to pick one side, I'm going to say they pick Team Iron Man. I the think only reason split. being, I think, because they will gravitate towards him due to the uh, technology that he had and seeing that kind of similarities that way. I think they'd split, to be honest. I reckon you'd have Groot and Rocket go to Team Iron Man because pretty much I would say Groot follows Rocket and Rocket would go, technology, I can have a play with that. He wanted a guy's fucking leg for no reason. Yeah, true. So I reckon they'd go that way. I reckon Star-Lord and uh, uh, Drax would go to Team Captain because Star-Lord would be like, well, he's got the right idea. He's doing it the wrong way, but he's doing the right thing in relation to Captain America. And Drax following the rules, you find him in a fucking prison. Yeah. Drax goes, yeah, "Yeah, he's fighting for his friend. Well, he's fighting for essentially a family member of his own that... Is being portrayed the wrong way. He's going to go that way. He's, that's going to make more sense for Drax because he's fucking little. Yeah. So I reckon movie wise, I think you're probably right. I think they would split because numbers, and it has to make sense for a movie. That and I'd like to see if Drax. it was real life. I think they'd all stick together because they're all one big they're like a family, family. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm really looking forward to Guardians too. I'm ready for it. But moving on. So coming in at number one, numero uno. I don't speak Spanish. Coming in at number one. One 
I have Deadpool. An interesting choice. I'm, yeah, let's see where you go with this. Okay, so look, a lot of people are going to be unhappy, and that's fine. I'm more than happy to take the flack, but this is my own opinion. I think Deadpool, even though he's a comical sort of character, he's very funny. In a lot of instances, he's actually quite smart. So let's take a look at the start of the Deadpool film where I believe he has like 10 shots and 13 or 12 people. You're just going to have to share. He finds a way to kill everyone with bullets. And he shoots one guy like five times because he shot him in the the butthole. Yeah. So (laughs) that's one. Two, in the comic books, he runs out of money for bullets. So what does he do? He buys gerbils, injects them with rabies, and he shoots them at people. That's actually pretty fucking... It's funny, but it's pretty smart. To get it to work? Yeah. Pretty smart. Yeah. Let's go back to the Deadpool movie. He gets handcuffed by Colossus saying, let's go back to the mansion. He cuts his own arm off to get away. That's pretty smart. That is pretty smart. He's actually... When you think about it, like, he's, he's portraying it in a very comical aspect, but he's actually pretty smart. And yeah, in the comic book, he has through the <clears throat> stupid humor of it. The ideas that he has are not standard for what a normal person would think of. Oh, I, I could not think. I didn't also think it'd be possible, but Wolverine cutting off his own hand to get away from Colossus or, or some form of threat. I can't see him doing I that. I can't see him doing that. Uh, I can't see a character like Deathstroke going. I have thirteen bullets. Let me shoot these fifteen guys or something like that. Because Deathstroke would just go in with a sword or something like that. I, I think Deadpool's actually really, really smart. So I think he's more smart than he gets credit for. Do I think he's smarter than Tony Stark and Lex Luthor? I reckon if you put Iron Man against Deadpool, yeah, Iron Man will kick the shit out of him at the start. There's also a book out there called Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe where he kills everyone. It's like if Deadpool was serious and he kills Everyone. Iron Man, Captain, Punisher, Hulk, everyone. 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 So, (laughs) I think he's also very comical. I think he's very, very smart. So, if you put him up against a Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man, Iron Man would would, sort of have the aspect of... Look, I think Deadpool would win that hands down anyway because he just can't die, so... Yeah, his suit would run out of battery and then he'd be fucked. There's no way that Deadpool really should lose that one, but... Putting that aside, I think I agree with you that he's actually a lot smarter than he's getting credit for, let's be <clears> honest. <throat> mm. Even when you think about before he actually becomes Deadpool and he's just Wait, a Wilson. hitman. Yeah. Uh, even if you think about yeah, in that in the film of Deadpool, when he's before he becomes Deadpool and he's just taking that first contract that we actually see uh, with, oh, the, with pizza the pizza guy. guy. <laughs> he takes a very strategic approach to approaching his target. Yeah. He does a pretty... He doesn't just go in and say, don't do this. He's, he's very strategic about how he lures that target in and... Yeah. So I reckon he's actually... He's stupidly smart. He does it... Like, you, you've you got the, the Night of the Living Deadpool book. So a lot of it is very humorous, but it's also very smart. In saying that, I still don't think intelligence only. He's an... In- as intelligent as a Tony Stark or a... Yeah, I think his his abilities do help with his intelligence because he knows he can't sort of be killed yeah. sort of thing. But he's also... He's far more intelligent than I think he's getting credit for. 
Yeah, and that's why I think he makes he makes number one. Like, it's not always the the best athlete wins. It's also the one that is the most creative in some mm. instances. Wins. An interesting pick. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I have a golf club. You love your golf clubs. Yeah, yeah, I do. Mm. I go mount. I golf events. Do you? No, I don't go to golf events. I've seen you with... Yeah, uh, you got me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so that just about wraps up this week's podcast. Let us know what you thought online. Follow uh, us on our socials, our Facebook, our Twitter, and our Instagrams, Shaken Not Nerd. Usually one word. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, you can find us on the socials. We are all on the socials now. Definitely. Chuck us a little combo. <laughs> a little like. A like, a subscribe. Look. Chuck us a like, a subscribe. A comment, you really a review. What we're doing. Yeah. Let us know if there's something you'd like to see us do. Yes. We've already got a couple suggestions or two for next week's show. So if you want to get on early and, and send us one. Go for it. We'll probably start working on it on Wednesday, so Tuesday American time next week. Yeah, and really from the bottom of heart, we really want to thank you guys for actually taking your time out of every day, or most days, to listen to us. Uh, we talk a lot of shit, and it's just weird to know that somebody out there is actually listening to us, so we're really thankful for that. You know what I'd like to do next week? To, to For a bit of fun of me, for me and you, is do like a, a, a fight, some form of fight, like... You know, we I've I've been hearing like Marvel vs DC. Let's do like The Walking Dead versus Hellboy. Like how far? Something weird. Something weird. Something weird. Chuck us any very quickly once this comes out. Tell us who interests you. Just pick one person who or one person you really like. Yeah. Let's go the Gilmore Girls versus uh, versus Degeneration X from WWE. (laughs) Let's see how that works. Goldberg versus. The chick from Twilight. <laughs> You're just looking. At I was just looking books. at your bookshelf. Anyway, <laughs> let's do Judge Dredd versus Dexter. <laughs> Mario versus the Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> anyway, let us know what you think. We're always we very excited to hear from you guys. Well, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. If you've got questions, subjects, uh, questions, suggestions, comments, we're on every social media, YouTube podcasting apps itunes so give us a listen and let us know what you're all thinking yeah man thanks share and like if you can and for those of you who are listening for the first time hope you enjoyed hope you enjoyed it pass on the love we love you back yeah we'll follow you back if you send us a follow we'll share the love as long as you're not a random twitty titty page saying no we'll still still follow you back (laughs) 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 all right that'll be it for shaken not nerd episode five of smart people geniuses genius week Genius week. Genius week. We got there by the end of the podcast. Let's go genius week. Yeah. Got there by the end of the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace out. Thank you very much. And (laughs) appear. Wait, three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of Kinder Lily, shake it over rice, and then add a thin slice of lemon. Chicken or stir? Do I look like I give a damn?